Hello and welcome back to the For the Fans by the Fans podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Edwards, and joining me as always is Deck, Ben and Lewis. And we are finally back after an extended break. And with the new season coming up fast and with team strength in their squads, we're today doing our Premier League table predictions once again. Lads, it's great to be back and today we've got plenty to talk about. So let's just get straight into our bottom three predictions for this season. Deck, who do you think will get relegated first? Uh, so, my bottom three, I've got Aston Villa, Crystal Palace and Fulham. Honestly, right now, I can't tell you what order it's going to be in, but at the minute, I've got Villa bottom simply because they've done nothing in the transfer window. I don't think they will do anything. I don't think they're going to get Ollie Watkins like they think they are. Grealish will probably leave. So, yeah, that's the main reason. I've got Palace 19th at the minute just because I think if they keep Roy Hodgson... They're only going one way, and that's down. Uh, he's an outdated manager now. He's too old, simple. <laughs> like They've also done barely anything in the transfer window. And 18th, I've got Fulham. Even though the Robinson deal, who I think is a fantastic life back, and they look to do more things in the transfer window, I don't think they were ready to go up this season. I think another season in the championship might have benefited them. I thought Brentford would go up, to be honest, Lewis, who have you gone for? Are you, are you agreeing with Deck on some that he's gone for? Um, on t- in 20th, I've got West Brom. I think they are a very, very championship squad. They've got not many players with the experience there. Um, still got the likes of Livermore, but they're not going to set the world on fire. And... They've lost Dia Garner, who was their best, one of their best players last season, who looks like he's either going to Villa or staying at West Ham. In 19th, I agree with Deck. I've got Fulham. Um, I think Fulham, they're a weird one because I don't think they should be a yo-yo side, but I think Scott Parker's gone by Christmas and I think they'll press the panic button again. They'll still beat us at Craven Cottage, like you always do, though. And then in 18th, I agree with Deck as well. I've gone for Palace, I think. That's the oldest squad in the league. They have no signs of signing anyone in the window other than Eze, who will improve them. But they still haven't got a striker for him to give the goals to. They had a 30-goal-a-season striker out on loan last season who they can't recall because he's on a two-year loan. And I think Zaha's just going to get to the point where he either demands to leave or simply gives up on the pitch for them. Ben, do you agree with what uh, Deck and Lewis have said so far about about Palace and, and Fulham and teams like that? Uh, I've got the bottom two for mine as being Fulham and West Brom. Um, I think they're the most non-Premier League Premier League clubs in existence. They're such yo-yo clubs and I'm sick seeing them in the Prem. I'd rather them strengthen and stay there. Um, particularly like West Brom, I, I don't think they've got a complete bags man if I'm being honest I think like you've, you've also got Hal Robson Carnu um, but he's getting on now um, they signed Grzycki from Hull he was a good championship signing will he you know set the world on fire in the Premier League probably not um, the most debatable one in my t- well bottom three sorry is I've got finishing 18th West Ham um, I just don't see Moyes staying there all season they've been teetering for a couple of seasons now, so probably since Payet left, to be honest. And, yeah, I, someone just tells me this year they're going to be in for a rough ride. I've, uh, 
I agree with with what's, what's been said already with Fulham and and West Brom with the, with the fact that you all your clubs and I think the the shout of Scott Parker getting sacked is uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we if we do actually see that happen. I've gone for Palace as well. The, the age of the squad um, it'll hold them back massively, and and Rayochin, I think uh, he's. He's, he's had his time really and compared to the, the squads he's competing against I don't think they'll have enough this, this year um, now moving on to the teams that we think will just survive but they may still well be involved in a relegation fight who have you gone for deck for 17th 16th and 15th well in 17th I've got one of Ben's choices to go down West Ham similar to Ben I don't think Moyes will last all season I don't see West Ham sort of even challenging for mid-table places. I just don't think they're good enough. They only found a sort of strike partnership towards the end of last season with Hilaire and Antonio, but you can't guarantee that they're going to stay fit. And if they do stay fit, I still think they'll be down at the bottom. In a 16, just staying up as well, I've got West Brom. I think Mateus Pereira, simple as I think he's going to be absolutely quality for West Brom. And I feel like they will build the defence well enough to just about stay up and in 15th I've got Newcastle just simply because they're not good enough for Europe they're not bad enough to go down I just think they'll sit there once again just below mid-table I think would have been speaking about Newcastle in a completely different life they did get that takeover but Codgers yeah. Mbappé that's yeah. it <laughs> Lewis who have you, who have you gone for? yeah um, in 17th I've got Villa I think another team who won't have the manager who they have now come the end of the season. But I think looks like Grealish is going to stay. Um, they might be signing Watkins, but that's not certain. If they can get a striker in who can score goals, they'll finish a lot higher than 17 because I think the defence is quite good. I think the midfield is pretty decent with Grealish and McGinn. They've got a bit of threat up on the wings, but not fantastic, but they need a bagsman. And I think they'll probably need a keeper if Eaton's out as well. That might take them to while they're in 17th. In 16th, I've gone for West Ham. I think I've followed a lot of West Ham media accounts on Twitter. Their fans think they're not signing anyone. So I can't see much improvement from last season. But I think the four sides below them are worse sides. And I think West Ham actually have a good manager who if they stick by and back would get them a lot higher in the league. And then in 15th, I've gone for the new boys, the world's biggest club apparently, Leeds. I think Leeds, uh, I think they'll have a decent steady season. I don't think they'll have to worry about going down, but they definitely won't finish in the top half. Definitely won't compete for Europe as some of their fans seem to think for some, for whatever reason entitles them to be in a European club when they've barely got out the championship so I think Leeds in 15th mainly because Bielsa is such a good coach Ben have you followed the same sort of lines as, as Lewis there with with sort of the guys he's I've, gone I've, so I've gone for in 17th I've gone for Palace and obviously I didn't put them in my bottom three but I wouldn't say that they can't go down I think it'll be tight between them and West Ham as to who does actually go down um, like we've all said, they've got an ageing squad. I don't think Hodgson will last a season. Towards the end of last season, when games were getting played behind closed doors, he looked frail. He looked old, to be honest. So, um, 16th, I've got Villa. Um, 
I don't rate Grealish, as we know. I don't think he's this star man that everyone says he is. I think he's only a star man in that team because there's no other standout players. Um, if he goes, they could even get involved in a relegation battle. Um, and in 15th, I've got Brighton, which is... I don't think anyone's mentioned Brighton yet. Obviously, I think last season, they did get dragged into it and they stayed up comfortably in the end, but I just don't see where they improve from here. I've got a, a sort of a mix of, of yours and Lewis's. I've gone for Villa and West Ham in 17th and 16th, purely because of, of what's been said already. And I think Jack Grealish, as much as he's, you know, he might not be the, the world B3 is, I think he's a key part for Villa. Um, and as we mentioned with Tom Eaton, he's a class goalkeeper. And if they, without him, that's another big problem we're going to have because obviously Pepe Reina's not there this year either. Um, Just touching on Villa, by the way. Lewis, you just said the defence is great, and I, I no, can understand I it. But I said it's decent. I didn't say it's great. Tyrone Mings is not a good defender. Yeah, Tyrone Mings is not a good defender. No, I, no, I, I just agree. Wanted it to be known. <laughs> I'm waiting to say it. He's a decent enough defender for a team like Aston Villa. Yeah, should he be an England defender? Should he be in the England squad? No, not a chance. There's Tarkowski, Dunk, even Mason Holgate not in the side. He should be over him. Ben White. That's for another day. Yeah, the thing is, he sees a defender that can pass the ball, and then yeah, I think speaking I mean, on we'll say we'll save our tired Mings for the England podcast. Yeah, yeah. Speaking <laughs> on on defenses, I think West Ham are one of those clubs. I think they'll they'll stay up, but they they just some games they they turn up for, and they, and they seem to do well. Like a few times this season, they've they've put three, four in. And then other games, they're getting thrashed four 0 by teams like Brighton, and it's you know it's the one of those things where you can't really put your finger on them. So from sixteenth, I don't think they're never going to keep a clean sheet, never. No. Uh, and fifteenth, Ben, I've gone with Brighton like you. I just they they just seem such like a such a plain sort of club. You can't there's nothing really to shout about them. But then again, I don't I don't think they're as bad as the teams that are, that are below them so far. I don't think they'll get dragged into it this season because if Ben White stays and gets a place in the team, I feel like he's a better defender than like Dan Byrne. But who knows? I think if there's a couple of signings brought in, this could well well change up uh, some of our decisions. But as as we are now, this is what we're going with. Um, who do we think will finish off the bottom half of the table from 14th up to 11th, starting with your deck? So in 14th, I've got the biggest club in the world as well, Leeds. Uh, I think they will make good enough signings to keep themselves up. We know Bielsa is an absolutely world-class manager, so I can't really say anything else about them. 13th, I've got Brighton again. Uh, quite a solid manager in Graham Potter. I think Neil Malpe scores goals. And Ben White, like Ben said, superb defender. If they can get him into a starting berth in the Premier League, I think he'd be brilliant. 12th, I've got Sheffield United. I just don't think that they'll recreate what they had last season. So, uh, I think people know the sort of way that they play now and be able to sort of uh, combat it in a way. Like when Burnley got Europe, comparing it to that, we finished right on at the bottom the second season. Just Not just because of Europe, because people knew how to play against us. And I think that'll happen with Sheffield United. And 11th to finish the bottom half, I've got Southampton. I think Danny Ings' goals, if they can keep him, are good enough to keep them in that mid-table spot. 
mine are very similar to that, but I'll, I'll touch on that after. Luis, are yours quite similar to Dex? Um, no, actually, I think I don't think I think there's one similarity in fourteen. I have Newcastle. I think we'll never get rid of the Geordies again. Sadly, um, Saint Maximin's just far too good for that for that side. Far, far too good, and he'll keep them up single-handedly. Um, Jeff Hendricks is shrewd, signing from Burnley. He's he's decent enough, but they still need you, a few more a few more players if they're gonna fight fight up. But I think Bruce's Newcastle were better than Rafa's Newcastle. Newcastle fans won't like that one, but I think that in thirteenth, I've got Sheffield United. I think again, nothing to worry about going down. Nothing to worry about for the top top seven, eight, maybe. They'll um, have a solid enough season. They'll beat, who they, they'll beat who they will, who they'll beat. They'll throw a few surprises in there. But I think Wilder's side won't reach the heights of last season. We saw towards the end of the season, they lost to Everton at home and Southampton away. There's two sides who want to finish above Southampton next season after finishing below them. I mean, above Sheffield after finishing below them. Then in 12th, I've got Burnley. I was very contemplating putting Burnley in the top 10, but I thought they normally, and you can only do this one there, have a little slip around Christmas time where we think yeah. we might, these actually might go. But I think again, 12, definitely nothing to worry about going down. They'll be closer to the top eight than they will at the bottom five. And in 11th, who was the, I think when I'd done this, because I'd done it on a table calculator thing. This was goal difference separating them. I had Brighton. And I was quite surprised by this because Brighton are one of those sides who they'll not turn up for six weeks and then beat Chelsea or someone 3-1. And I think we've, we know our feelings on Graham Potter. We know this chat doesn't think he's the, um, the godsend everyone thinks he is. But they play decent. They try and play decent enough stuff. They look like they're moving on from the likes of Shane Duffy. Depends if Ben White will stay. Um, so they're trying to change their identity. But we've seen how that backfired for the likes of Stoke. So maybe it'll backfire for Brighton. But I've got them finishing the bottom half. Ben, who makes up your um, last four in the bottom half the in the bottom half of the table? So same as Lewis, I've got four, fourteen Newcastle. Um, I don't mind Newcastle personally, to be honest. Um, I, I kind of think and kind of wish they were better than they are now because of the history and stuff, but that's another argument for another day. Um, I think Bruce has had his hands tied with like signings and stuff, and I think he actually does a better job than he gets you know, raved over for. Um, on to 13th, I've got Southampton. I think Harson Hootel, he did a good job towards the end of last year. Don't think he'll sort of improve massively this year, but I don't think they'll be involved in any sort of relegation battle this time. And I certainly can't see him getting beaten 9-0 again this year. Um, 12th, I've got Sheffield United. Same reason as the lads. Can't see him having the heights of last season, but they won't get involved in a relegation battle. And 11th, I've got the so-called biggest club in the world, Leeds. I, I, think, I think they'll be close to the top half than any sort of relegation battle. I think that this talk to him signing Rodrigo, what a bottom legend that is. Um, <laughs> and I, I, but 
signings like that are big statements, and I think I don't think Leeds will get relegated in the next three years or something. But who knows? Similar to to you guys, and and uh, it's been a a constant theme in in 14th I've gone Newcastle I think Steve Bruce is a is a relatively okay manager he's got some alright players there maybe a couple more signings will, will help him out um, and as you say St Maximum should not be at that club but he is and they're lucky to have him 13th I've, your 13th I've gone for the uh, the wonderful leads yeah Bielsa something else uh, I watched him a few times last season uh, they've got they've got some good players there with a couple of signings, he'll, he'll definitely help them um, sort of push towards the 10th place. But I think 13th will be where they go. 12th, Sheffield United, same reason as you guys. I don't think they'll get anywhere near what they were last season. I think they've just gotten a really good run. It worked well, but I think teams have started figuring out sort of how they're playing, how to break them down. Uh, and 11th, Southampton, um, as Deck said, if Dannings can keep scoring, then, then they'll be right enough. Uh, so that's the bottom half done with. Who do we think will get into the top 10 starting uh, with 10th, 9th, 8th and 7th deck? Well, you could call me biased in this, but I've got Mark Love Burnley in 10th. I think for years we'll be a mid-table team. I can never see us hitting Europe again, but I, can, I can't I can see us going down anytime soon. If we can keep Sean Dash, who's probably one of the most underrated managers in the country, then I think we'll be fine. 9th, just missing out on Europe in a tight battle. I've got Everton. Just feel that they're not ready. I just I think they'll have a solid season under Ancelotti, but I don't feel they're ready to get back into Europe just yet. Uh, eighth, I've got Leicester. I think they've got the chill well money to spend now. I think they'll be fine finishing in that top half comfortably. Again, in seventh, I've got Tottenham. I think they're not a top four. Uh, they're not a top four side anymore under Mourinho. They don't make top four signings. Although Matt Doherty, I think is a superb signing. I just, I just can't see them being top four anymore, and that's it. What about you, Lewis? Who makes up your first part of the top of the table? Right in tenth, and I think this might be the most controversial one so far. I've got Leicester. I just can't see them being anywhere near the force they were last year. They lost a fifteen-point lead to United. It's over a small period of games, nine games. It's ridiculous. I just think Rodgers, I don't think is as good as people make out. Uh, I think Sionku is ridiculously overrated. I think you saw the good and the bad of James Madison last year. So can he reach the heights he reached pre-Christmas again? I'm not sure. And... The only one consistent fact that you'll get is that Vardy will score goals, so that might fire them a bit higher than 10th. Maybe it's a harsh on 10th. I just can't see them being being the same force as last year, and I think a lot more teams will find out how to play them. In ninth, I've got Southampton. Um, I think Hasenhutl is a great manager. So the fact that he got beat 9-0, lost his next three games, including to a poor Everton side, and still they backed him shows how much they appreciate them there and after lockdown they played some very good stuff and they looked a very tough side to beat so I think them ninth of Danny Ings will be a good season for them and in eighth I've gone for Everton now this is purely based on people we might sign because our current squad would finish about 14th 
So this is based on the fact that we've actually got a functioning midfield linked to Allen and the Corey. So if put this on record, we'll finish in the bottom half if we don't sign a midfield. So I think we're not quite ready for Europe, like Dex says, even with signings. But if you've got a manager like Carlo Ancelotti, he'll help. He'll win your games just tactically, simply. So I think we'll just be off seventh. In seventh, I've got Wolves, I think. Despite last season, everyone saying they had a great season, but still didn't end up in Europe. I don't think they had it as good as the season everyone made out. I think, I think they got in their head that they could have won Europe and that backfired when they could have just instead finished in there through the league. Uh, but I think great manager, great squad. They'll replace the they'll replace Doherty. They'll replace him well. Traore is only going to get older, so he's only going to get better and have a bit more in the final third. Jimenez will give you your goals. Neves and Martinho midfield are superb. A good keeper. So overall, a good side. Probably unlucky not to be six. And Ben, who makes up your 10th to 7th? So, 10th I've gone for Dex Burnley. Um, I think that would be a good season for you, Dex. I don't know if you'd agree. Yeah, I'd say 10th consistently would be a great season. I think, you know, you don't get involved in anything down the bottom end, but I don't think your squad's at all there for Europe. Um, I think you could go through one or two blips in the season. I think it happens more seasons to you. Um, ninth, I've gone for Leicester. Uh, it is quite low down for Leicester, but then they've just lost Ben Chilwell yesterday or today, whenever it was. Um, and I, I just don't see how Rodgers improves them, even with money. I, I'm obviously, we're not talking mega bucks. Um, and I don't rate Rodgers as a manager, to be honest with you. Um, but it is what it is, and I put on ninth. Eighth, Lewis will be happy. I've got Everton in eighth. Um, again, Europe, possibly a little bit of a push. Obviously, it's seventh that do get Europe for definite. Um, and I think your midfield signings will be crucial, like you've just said. And seventh, I've got Spurs. Now, I think Spurs are one of those sides that should possibly be in the top four, but never make anywhere near um, a lot of the time. And I think the signing of Joe Hart will help. But then I look at that signing and I think, why have you signed him if Larice is still going to be number one? Because he's still going to be sat on the bench. And I think I like the signing of Matt Doherty, but then you've got Aurea. So I think they're signing in the wrong position. I think what you what, what we've sort of said, it follows... Uh... What I've gone with, I've gone for 10th Burnley. I think they've got, like Dex says, one of the most underrated managers uh, in the Prem. Uh, if they can keep hold of Nick Pope and Tarkovsky, which it looks like they will be doing, um, I think they'll easily... I think they'll do well very defensively. Um, I think attackingly, uh, Dwight McNeil will, will offer what he, what he has offered, you know, that sort of element of surprise. Um, you've had a few injury problems this year, but you've caught well with it. So I think 10th is probably fair for Burnley considering the competition around them as well. Uh, ninth, I've gone for Lewis's boys, Everton. Um, I think, like you said, you need that midfield majorly. But I think Carlo Ancelotti is a, a quality manager. I think he'll guide you into into the top 10. Um, and let's just hope he gets all signings in for you. And eighth, I've gone for Leicester. I think Ben, Ch- ben Chilwell will be a miss for him. They need to sign someone. Because uh, I, I feel like it weakens that defence quite massively because I think Chilwell's quality uh, and he'll definitely help Chelsea in, in that area. 
Um, and obviously, as you said, Vardy's getting older, but he's, he's not getting any, any worse. He got golden boot last season for the first time in his career in the Premier League. Um, so he'll only he'll only score goals again this year. And seventh, I've gone for Wolves. I think that like Lewis said about the uh, so the year Europe got to the red last season. They've got a quality side, quality manager. Um, I think they're going to keep Jimenez. I, I don't know any anything on that. Um, but if they if they can keep pretty much the same squad as last season, maybe a few additions, they'll, they'll easily get seventh. Um, now, who's going to be competing for a place in Europe? Um, who could get in but could also possibly miss out with, with sort of seventh and eighth, starting with you, Deck. Yeah, so in sixth, I've got Wolves. I think they're a brilliant side. I, they're a side I just love to watch. I think a lot of people love to watch them. They've got Jimenez, who's one of the best strikers in the Premier League, if not Europe right now. They've got Jean Matinho, who just seems to get better and better. Same with Ruben Neves, if he gets a chance outside the box. Nine times out of ten, it's flying into the top corner. Patricio, very experienced goalkeeper. They're already, they already seem to be replacing Doherty. I've heard that they're close to signing Maitland-Niles. Don't know how true that is, but I think he'll be a good replacement for Doherty. They've got youngsters like Vinagra and Pedro Neto. I just think they're a solid side. They're a solid sixth place side. I think they'll replace Tottenham in that top six. Uh, so, fifth, I've got Arsenal. Arteta is a fantastic manager. He will go to Manchester City when Guardiola leaves, in my opinion, but he's done what Manage, he seems to be doing what managers have failed to do in the past and strengthen the defence. I know they've tried to buy defenders, but in my opinion, in Gabriel Saliba, possibly plays like Rob Holding, I think he's finally strengthened that back line. As, and I don't think Aubameyang would have signed a new contract if he wasn't in charge. I think that's a big reason in why they will finish fifth. His goals will kind of get them over the line. And Lewis, who make up your sixth and fifth place? In six, I've gone for Tottenham. I think Mourinho will still grind games the way he could. I think away at the top six, they'll pick more points up than they have in previous years. And Kane, if he stays fit, fantastic, fantastic striker. Um, another player, Son, fantastic going forward. They've got a decent balance of a midfield, depending on what happens with Ndombele but I think Mourinho alone will be able to guide them to the top six and I think Doherty like Dex said though a weird a weird weird signing it's a good signing and in fifth I've gone for Arsenal I think Arsenal will be much 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 better under Arteta Not this season than they were last you can see towards the back end of last season once they got that defensive issue sorted, they managed to click a little bit of gear into gear, beat Chelsea in the cup final. I think if they're not playing David Luiz, they'll finish fifth, simply. And Bamiyang's too good, far too good. To play for, and Bamiyang can play for anyone in the world. And he's at Arsenal, which proves how good he is. So, mm. yeah, Arsenal, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe top four is a bit too much of a step for them, but I think they'll definitely be in and around. And Ben, who have you gone for in those two positions? So I went for the exact same as that with Wolves 6 and Arsenal 5th. Um, touching on Wolves, I can't really say much more than the lads already said. Um, they are a phenomenal side to watch. I do think the, the defence needs shoring up a little bit, especially now Doherty's gone. Um, 
yes, the keeper's good, but your keeper can't keep every every shot on goal out. Um, and I think Wolves could have a decent run in the Europa League again. Obviously, they were unlucky against Sevilla to get knocked out. Um, and just going on to Arsenal, I think Arteta will take them forward, as I've just said. Um, top four is too much of a step from where they were. But give it another year, ask me again this time next year, and I wouldn't say no to a top four finish for them. And just like Lewis, I think, I've gone with Spurs sixth and Arsenal fifth. I think that cup win for Arsenal will only boost the confidence. And like you say, with Bamyang signing that new contract, um, is massive for, for Arsenal. Um, so, uh, like I say, Arteta, he, he probably will go City when the time comes. But I think for now, he's fully invested into Arsenal. He's he's very much, you know, well fitted into that role at the minute. And I think he'll guard into that fifth place. And as you say, Spurs, you know, they've got good players. Um, can't see him getting into the top four. Harry Kane will score goals. Son will, you know, do his magic every now and then. But they just seem to sort of have a run going and then and then bottle it and then have a run run of bad form going. So for me, Spurs sixth, Arsenal fifth. Now to finish off, we're gonna give our top four and who will be our, you know, champions of the Premier League this season. Starting with you, Deck, going from fourth to first. So fourth, I've got a side that I would have had higher up had this week not happened. So fourth I've got Manchester United. I think they were so prepared to go into this new season and absolutely smash it. And then everything Maguire happens. Obviously, Pogba today has tested positive for coronavirus. I don't know if anyone knows that. I just think there's, at the minute, there's too many disruptions to Manchester United for them even to get transfers in. I think Maguire was seen as a leader, which he won't be seen as when he gets back. Obviously, we don't know the full truth to the story or anything. And a lot more news about it's going to come out. I won't touch on it too much. I think Bruno Fernandes was probably the best addition it could have hoped for in January. He's been absolutely superb. He'll definitely be going in my fantasy team next season for all those penalties that he scores. Uh, I think Martial and Rashford, good enough. Rashford's a good enough player. And then you've got Mason Greenwood, who right now probably is one of the best finishers of the ball in the Premier League. He just doesn't seem to be able to miss... In I don't third, know what footed Mason Greenwood is, by the way, just a note on him. He is so good yeah, with both. He's Remember, absolutely. he's the next Federico Makeda. I almost hear regret saying that. Like, seriously. Man. I really oh, regret God, saying that. What <laughs> <Quote> that. <laughs> oh, dear. So, in a... In third, I've got last season's champions, Liverpool. Ooh. They're still very good. Don't get me wrong, but they're a superb side. I think they'll focus more on Champions League next season, personally. I think the African Cup of Nations being delayed will help them. I just can see sides going through them. We saw after lockdown, the brilliant Burnley getting a point at Anfield, by the way. Superb. Uh, and you saw Watford rip them to bits without one player. And is that what's going to happen if one of their key sort of players gets injured? So, bearing that in mind, I've got them third. Second, I've got Chelsea. I just feel like they're signing a little bit too much to get top. I feel like they're improving the areas that need to be improved. But you saw with 
there's like certain teams coming up, like Fulham and Villa, sometimes buy too many players to disrupt the squad. And first, I've got Manchester City. I just think they've signed a centre back. If they get Messi, they'll walk it. If they don't get Messi, they'll still win it. I think Guardiola is still the best manager in the world. I just think City will be champions this season. I think just touching on that Maguire thing that you spoke of, we've been requested to uh, to maybe talk about it a little bit further if a little bit more comes to light. Um, maybe touch on that when we talk about England, which hopefully we're doing very soon. Uh, coming to you now, Lewis, for your top four. Um, in fourth, I have got Manchester United. I think, like Dex said, I think this has threw them a bit. I know Harry Maguire is not a fantastic footballer. He's a decent player, but he's the captain of the biggest club in the world and he's made them a laughing stuff. Didn't I he play every minute last season? I think he did, yeah. Yeah, I think he did. It's huge, isn't it? It's a huge thing. I think as well. United are backing him to be captain is the wrong again, keeping him as captain is the wrong choice, but like that says so far that will be as England. Um but I think yeah, it's really through the preparations. They're not signing Sancho. They do have another signing or two. But yeah, I think fourth. I think I probably would have been top three, like Dex says, if it weren't for this. In third, I've got Chelsea, and I don't think they'll be in a title challenge. I think the top two will run away with the league again between between themselves. I think that will probably be deemed as a failure for Lampard, but I think the top two are just incredibly, incredibly good. They've had a great window, Chelsea. It's probably one of the bigger windows the team's had. And they will improve massively to last season, but I still think they'll be a distance from Liverpool and Man City. Second, I've gone for Liverpool. And I think it will be close. I think if City get messy, they walk it like Dex says. And if they don't get messy, I think they'll just win it. I think the two sides are in a league of their own. Two of the best sides in Europe. And... I absolutely hate the fact I have to say this on record to be published, but Klopp, just a fantastic manager. And I think if they don't win the league, sadly they'll win the Champions League. So, And then in first, I've gone for City, I think. Champions League exit would have hurt them. I think they've signed Torres to replace Sané, which is basically a squad replacement because Sané didn't even feature at all last season. So they've already improved on the squad from last season. Ake, who I don't think will be fantastic there, but at least it'll be a centre-half, centre-half, unlike Fernandinho, which is a disaster. But uh, So I think, yeah. Again, though, like Liverpool, I think if City don't win the league, they'll win the Champions League. But if you get Messi, they'll walk it. They'll walk Everton. So that's my, that's my 1-20. to 20. And Ben, who finishes off your 20? Well... I agree with some of the comments the lads have said, so let's just start off with a three out of three here with United coming forward. Like the lads have said, this Maguire thing and the Pogba coronavirus, particularly Maguire, the disruption that must cause to a team that big is ridiculous. I think, personal opinions aside, whether he's guilty or not, I think United probably should have stuck the captaincy off him, at least while it's going on so that they can have a leader at the start of the season because his head's going to be mangled and then what does that have an effect on the rest of the squad? That's what, And they're not signing new players like Sancho for a reason. Um, 
Third, I've gone Chelsea again. Um, I think, like the lads have said, great signings, but perhaps a little bit too much disruption of the squad to kind of mount a serious title challenge. I think, again, like Arsenal, ask me, ask me in a year's time, and I won't say no. Second, I have gone City. Um, I'm surprised I'm the only one to do that so far. I feel like because of the hurt of the Champions League exit, they're going to focus on that this season. Um, if they do get Messi, they will walk it and they'll walk the league. But I don't think they will get Messi. I think he'll end up going back to Argentina or staying at Barca. Um, so, yeah, I don't think City will kind of really challenge for the league. Um, and in first, I have got the Redmen, Liverpool again. I don't think they'll walk it as much as they did last season. I think to be considered up there with the best teams ever, like they want to be or seem to want to be, they have to be able to focus on more than one competition. Last season, let's not be about the bush. They threw every other competition in the bin. They, they've got that first Premier League win now. Now it'll be interesting to see if they can go on and win it again, but then win something else as well. Don't know what you lads think. I have gone with United in fourth. I think what you guys have said is is pretty much spot on. I think the, if Sancho got done as early as, as those United fans have hoped, which is as soon as he got announced, um, I think United might have been pushing up a bit more. The transfer business is, is really poor. I saw we were meant to flog off Jones and, and a few other of the Deadwood at United, and we haven't done that yet. It's starting to get a bit late. I think if we do sign anyone, it's going to take them a while to settle in. Um, and, and like you say, Maguire is captain. Um, it's a big question mark around him. We'll talk about it more. Um, but even if you took the captain off him, who would you give it to then? But we'll, we'll touch on that on, an, on another day. In third, I've gone for Chelsea. A lot of quality signings, um, maybe even a few more come in. Um, like you say, I think it'll take them a while to settle. And I still think the I think squad depth plays a massive part. I think they've got a lot of quality players and probably have room for rotation. But you look at Liverpool and City, their their first and second teams, um, well mainly City are are world class. City could have eleven injuries and still field a title winning team. Um, and second, like Declan Lewis, I've gone with Liverpool. Um, I think. They won the league last year, I think, purely because of that and how much Pepple had probably hated not winning. And with the you know, the idea of maybe Messi coming, I think I think they'll win it with or without him, with him, like you say. They'll walk it and they'll probably win, you know, maybe even the Champions League as well. Um and realistically I think Liverpool if 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 City do get Messi, I think Liverpool will struggle to get silverware this year. I think they'll push for it, but I don't think they'll they'll do as well. But That's our Premier League predictions. We'll be back with uh, an EFL one with um, all of our predictions there, maybe even some player predictions to follow up. And we'll have an England podcast coming soon. A lot of talk about Harry Maguire as well. Thank you to Otherwise. the <laughs> Thank you to the lads for, for joining me today. This has been For the Fans, By the Fans, and we'll see you next time.